Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. It's all downhill from here. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yesterday was the longest day out oh. as we get closer and closer. <laughs> summer's over. Yeah, it's summer's over. <laughs> get, put the snow tires on. Yeah. yeah. Um, busy day today. We still got another chance for you to guess what Jimmy's eating in the 8 a.m. hour for Taste of Edmonton food and beverage tickets. Mm-hmm. Right. We finally got a hold of someone from the Rap Patrol. Remember last week we were dealing with that? Yeah, we were talking about the Rap Patrol in Alberta. Yeah. What they do to keep us rat-free in this province. And it was an interesting conversation. Actually, we'll do that out of the gates. We'll do that at some point in the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, don't let me forget, too, we got to call Wade. Oh, yeah. Because we're going to his house tomorrow because yeah. of you smoking a pillar at a at the Commonwealth. And so we always, we always end up paying for Jimmy's uh, somehow. Stupidity, yeah. Somehow it affects yeah, us. Now we got to wake up extra early and drive two hours to Bruderheim. Bruderheim! I feel so sorry for you, too. That's one thing that we talk about. Like, yeah, yeah. Your, your empathy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I, I feel really bad for you guys. At least you've made some positive changes in your life as a result of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's drinking seltzers now. <laughs> and he won't go to football games on Sundays because that's the reason he got so drunk. And we're burning was, the hat. It was a Sunday. It was the hat's fault. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I have no idea why, but as soon as you sent me this, I read it, and I was yeah. like, we need to start the show with this. <laughs> this is amazing. This is awesome. I, I lo- We're not going to read the whole thing, but no. Grant's gone through and, and handpicked a couple of paragraphs from Obit for a guy by the name of James Loveless. Yes, his son wrote this for him. It's gone viral um, because it's a, a great obituary for him. I have a theory on this after you read it, okay? Okay. okay. So, James Loveless, born and raised in Kentucky in 1963, a state that has been recently leaning toward more liberal values. We might add Jamie, a divorcee father, grandfather, and proud owner of a few lots in the trailer park, had had enough and up and died on us June 4 in order to avoid another presidential stolen election mishap in the near future. It was the woke movement and the liberal <laughs> leaning of his state that killed him. As a gluttonous eater of fried foods and snack cakes, as well as the occasional chili cheese dog, James tried in vain to give up the ghost by clogging his arteries and having a stroke in 2015. On many occasions in life, James was seen in his backyard at the trailer park during the early hours of the morning hammering beers, standing <laughs> over country-style ribs and yelling, it's got a head like a cat on it. We don't know if he was married, but he was definitely a ladies' man. 
It's the bones, he told us, proudly pointing to his skinny, pasty white legs. <laughs> Women love a good shin. Jamie loved his family more than anything else in the world, except ice-cold bush, room-temperature bush, T-bones, New York strip, prime rib, shrimp, swimming, poker, hatchback, Mustang GTs, tank tops, Kentucky men's basketball, and his personal copy of Eddie Murphy's Raw. He will be moderately missed. <laughs> it's brilliant. You yeah. know what I love about it is just the authenticity, the the honesty of it. Oh, and it's awesome. The world that we live in right now with with how fake everything is and, well, and any, how filtered everything is. Anytime you die, right? People, it's when they say their nicest things about you. And yeah. So the obituaries turn into that. But the son was like, no, no right, right I'm going to be honest about it's very well written. Yeah. And again, I think we crave this. I think that's why this is going viral. Yeah, probably. Because people need this kind of honesty in their lives. Yeah. Jimmy, can you leave a note for your family? <laughs> I want to write your obit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we're going to be burying you way before me. I knew he would say that. Yeah, every time. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what everyone believes. The guy that just spent the night in the hospital because he hit his head and knocked himself out cold drinking is going to die after you. That's going to be my first line. Um, Jimmy's more surprised than any of us that he's in the ground right now. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Pete Davidson. Yeah. He's a dick, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know him. I get conflicting sort of thoughts about him. You hear people kind of say nice things about him. Um <sighs> People want to be around him. People want to be in his productions, right? But if you run into somebody's car or house, do you leave the scene? Uh, no, no. Okay. Um, unless nobody saw you, and then <laughs> <laughs> kidding. You're dealing with this. Your car got crashed, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. Nobody left a note for uh, you. No, there was no note left. I parked close to our state. This is my fault. Mm -hmm. I parked close to the cruise vehicles where they park down there. Yeah, our station and vehicles. The cruise vehicles are driven by, um, in the business, we call them street teamers yeah. quite often. And more often than not, street teamers aren't the most reliable drivers. <laughs> Generally speaking, um, they have Hondas and Toyotas, smaller vehicles, so they get into these bigger vehicles and they don't quite know how to negotiate them properly. Mm -hmm. And then there's, you know, there's pillars and things downstairs. A lot going on in the parking garage. It's a busy place. So it's my fault. But <laughs> it is worth saying out loud that if you are anywhere near a 95.7 Cruise FM event, don't park anywhere near well, the cruise vehicle. Anytime you're around a vehicle that's driven by multiple people, yeah, um, you know, people drive. I think with less care, just when they're in like a, they get into a station vehicle and just give her. And when they look at the vehicle and it's covered with dents, yeah. what's one more? It, it does look a little like a derby car. <laughs> <laughs> so P. Davidson was charged with reckless driving. Yeah, uh, three months after he crashed into a Beverly Hills home. So one di di misdemeanor count of reckless driving. He took off too. No, he stayed around. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, why did it? Why did I read that he took off? That I don't he know. left the scene. I don't know. Cause no cops came. He ran into a house. <laughs> he drove into a house. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was flying, apparently. It's sort of hard to pretend that you didn't crash into a house. Well, that's just, <laughs> if you're in, he in jumped the a, living room. Jumped yeah. a curb and yeah. uh, crashed into the house. Yeah. 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 It wasn't me, even though his car's in the living room. All right. Raise your hand if you think he was stoned. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway. Pete Davidson. He will be arraigned for it, so. I think he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, but he you was driving it. a Mercedes, so you've that, had a he's hate a, on. It's, he's a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling uh, Karen Wickerson. Hello, Karen Wickerson. Good morning, Karen. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. What department do you work with? I work for Alberta Agriculture and Irrigation. Okay. And and this is a provincial thing? Yeah, I work for the provincial government. Okay. Awesome. And you're the Rat and Pest Program Specialist. That's correct. All right. Very so interesting can, job. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome to drop program, but yeah. Oh, okay. So... The reason why we're calling you, Karen, is because we were chatting about the fact that Alberta is rat-free. Thank you, by the way. And we had, I can't believe how much interaction we had. People in this province love talking about the fact that we're rat-free and talking about rats in general. It's a point of pride for Albertans. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And and so we got bombarded, and then we thought we would take it the next step further and sort of get, get some details about the rat patrol. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and what that entails? So I, I run the program, coordinate it. So directly employed by the government is one person, me, for the rat control program. And then... Throughout the province, we have a network of pest control officers that if I have a a complaint or a a reported sighting, I can call any municipality in Alberta and they have have a designated person who will investigate the rat control, the rat complaint for me. So we heard from one of your colleagues when we tried to call 310 Farm and um, he sent us some numbers. So we do occasionally get... What did he call them? He called them hitchhiker rats? Yeah, where they ride in on like <laughs> a, a load of hay from Saskatchewan yeah, or a train or whatever it is. Or something. But we have a program set up that you're in charge of, Karen, that is very effective at eliminating the possibility of a potential long-term rat population, right? Yeah, that that is correct. Yeah, it, it stems from the Agricultural Pest Act, and rats are labeled a pest under the pest act which means that any albertan if they have a rat or rats on their property are required to control them and the the program is most largely successful because the public is so good at reporting to us why do you think other places don't do this yeah like why is saskatchewan why doesn't saskatchewan have a a rat program well the biggest thing or the biggest reason why we have been able to maintain this program is that going back to the Agricultural Pests Act, it was enacted in 1940, and when rats arrived at our border in 1950, the rat was declared a pest. Whereas in Saskatchewan, they already, they have an established population of rats. So here, we had a program in place right when they arrived at our Uh. border. 
So we were able to, you know, act quickly. So it'd be a lot more work for Saskatchewan to get theirs going. Or I said Saskatchewan because I was like, BC, I think, is hopeless with all the boats and everything. Yeah. But, uh, the water and everything. But yeah, it's just yeah. interesting. Do you get a lot of questions from like people across Canada, like when you go to meetings yeah. and stuff about it? The, the rat. The rat conferences? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There, there aren't too many of those actually. But, um, yeah, I, I do. I get international uh, requests for interviews, and you know, people are always trying to or hoping to model our program. But we're lucky because we started the program before rats were able to establish. So, um, were you part of that podcast that everyone's talking about? Because they. Uh, this American Life did a, a breakdown on Alberta and the fact that we're rat free. Yes, yes, they came out. Ira Glass and his producer came out from New York and spent wow. a day with us out at the Saskatchewan border in the rat control zone, and we basically showed them, you know, what is done <laughs> to inspect for rats along the border. If you're interested, it's This American Life, and it's called Must Be Rats on the Brain. Uh, yeah, there you go. Listen, Karen, we re- really appreciate your time. The next thing we got to do is we got to get you um, working on the, the, the pig problem. Oh, yes, yes, I do. My uh, my colleague, I, I work a little bit on that as well. But, yes, my colleague heads that up. So that's an issue in Alberta. And that's another problem they have that's out of control in Saskatchewan, right? Uh, well, they do have uh, wild pig populations, like at-large wild pig populations, yes. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Okay, well, this this has been very enlightening. We appreciate it. Uh, hey, listen, how do you get a job? I, like, and what kind of weapons do I get? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flamethrowers. I don't know the right place at the right time. I, you know, there's no one true path to this job. I, I you know, had no idea it existed. I, I'm, I didn't grow up in Alberta, so. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Wow, you've been a lot of fun, Karen. Thank you for this. Okay, All thanks. Right. Have okay. a good day. Bye bye. And if you see a rat, you're supposed to call 310 Farm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Karen from the Rat and Pest Control Program. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling Wade. We're supposed to do our show live from his place tomorrow. Up in Bruderheimer! Bruderheimer! Morning, boys. How you doing, Wade? Good morning. How's things over there at the radio station this morning? Pretty good. Now, you're getting the locker room. At your house tomorrow morning, we're broadcasting our show, our Friday show, because you were the uh, top bidder in. A, well, I don't a contributor. Yeah, it wasn't an auction. Wasn't it an auction? Donated to Jimmy's ambulance fund. Um, so yeah. we we appreciate that. So we're going to come up to uh, Bruterheimer, Bruterheim, um, and uh, do our show. A couple of questions for you. One: Will you be feeding us? Yeah, I suppose I could. Find something that okay. maybe the dog will. There's some kibble or something. Yeah, we'll feed you. All right. Okay. If we are drinking, we can't talk about it on the air. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just a heads up on that. Um, Grant and I are bringing our dogs. <laughs> it's, so it's going to be four, four hours of nothing but dogs barking on air. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jimmy's coming. That's worth mentioning. Yeah. Make sure your uh, yeah. your toilet is ready. Yeah. For that. No, actually, Locke is the one that that. Uh, I actually the one that destroys more toilets than Jimmy. Jimmy does more damage when he uses them. That's yeah. fair. That's you fair. might use it more often, but Jimmy destroys them. <laughs> 
I, I only got, plugged the toilet once. For Jimmy. It's all good. Okay. Um, also, we have this. We'll explain this tomorrow, but we need to burn his buy a midget a beer hat. Yeah, I've got that all set up. I talked to our volunteer fire department. They said if we were using a flamethrower and anything goes goes south on us, we're on our own. So yeah, we're we're coming. We're, we're good too. Okay, you might yeah. want to have a garden hose hooked up just in case. <laughs> we did get a um, um, a flamethrower from Matt. <laughs> From he was showing us how to how to set it up so that it throws like a good four foot flame. <laughs> oh, right on. So yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll fun. set up the garden hose and yeah, okay. Extinguish this out of the rig and yeah, we'll be good. Is there a fire ban right now? I doubt nope, it. Eh? No, we're good. No, we're good. We're good. No, we're good. All right. Well, we'll yeah. see you tomorrow morning, bright and early. Wade? Sounds good. We appreciate Sounds this. Good, boys. Take care. No problem. He's going to regret this. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Ticketmaster's in the news a lot. All, all the time, but... Because it's just, it's crazy how much money concert tickets are, right? Yeah, how expensive everything is. The latest move is, and does this have something to do with a lawsuit or? It has to do with Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe Biden has been on the case on this one. So he has made it his his mission in the States to get rid of junk fees, hidden fees. Yeah. And he wants upfront pricing for everything, like they do in other countries, England and the UK. If you go to the UK, what you see on the shelf is what you're paying. Like they put the taxes in the final price and everything. So okay, um, I don't hate that. Does that mean they'll do it differently in Ticketmaster Canada? Um, yeah, they're saying Ticketmaster is going to change it everywhere. Well. Oh, is okay. Um, so I guess Ticketmaster is moving to all-in pricing. So when you look at your tickets for Garth Brooks or whatever, um, what the price you see on the page, that's what you're going to pay. Okay. You're not going to like go to the checkout and then there's four different things added yeah. in there, right? Like yeah. a $100 ticket turns into a $200 ticket. So it's going to be all in pricing when it comes to concert tickets. So they're just going to they're just going to violate you right up front. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to let you know about it. They're not going to surprise violate See, you. See, I I prefer that. Yeah, me too. Right, like I just because it makes me angry. Because if it's going to be two hundred dollars and let it be two hundred dollars, I don't want to be surprised at the checkout. Because the article I was reading, which was a interview with someone from Ticketmaster, was going, "People aren't going to like this. They don't want to know right away what they're paying." Yes, I'm like, we do. What? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. does that come from? And then he's like, "And artists are going to be upset about this." Because it's going to become more and more obvious that they're the ones that are the greedy ones and not Ticketmaster. And I'm like, yeah. where? what world do you live in? Like, I, uh, Ticketmaster makes a lot of money. And the base price of the ticket is established by them on tour. Yeah. Like, I, I think certain artists like Billy Joel or Garth Brooks or Bruce Springsteen or Metallica probably sit down and go, all right, this is what we're getting. But everybody else... Yeah, you sign a deal with Ticketmaster, and they establish the price. Am I wrong? Um, I think so. Yeah, right. You go to them if you have if you have pull. Yeah, if you have chutzpah as an artist, you can get them to adjust the pricing based on what you want, and I you're going to so, want yeah. more. Metallica's going to get more than say a band that's just starting out, obviously. Yeah, but that article that I read, did you read the same article? I think so. It yeah. made it sound like. The the artist was to blame for the price. Of yeah, the they broke it down. They're like, you know, the artists get ninety percent of the ticket sales, and and he's yeah. using one example. Yeah, he's using Elton John. <laughs>
That's not the case. Apparently, the airlines had to be had, were forced to do this as well. I didn't know that in the states, uh, Canada as well. In Canada, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm all for this. I, I'm for me. That's I want to know what I'm paying. Just tell me, yeah, so yeah. I can be prepared. Yeah, yeah. I, if I, I, I really want to go to that concert, I'm going to pay your three hundred dollars. But just tell me about it did, up front. Did they say because I've read an article but they didn't say when are they starting that I didn't uh, they didn't have a date they just said they're moving to it because I was just looking on Ticketmaster and it's it's not there yet anything. no not yeah not yet they're not going to announce coming. it it'll happen and then we'll all just sort of get used to it and yeah yeah I don't think it's going to save us any money. <laughs> no, it's not that the things are no. getting cheaper. It's just no, that it you're going to know what you're paying now. Yeah, ahead of time. we all know they're ripping us off. It's just now it's going to be right out of the gates. We're going to know. Yeah, it, it it seems like it seems dumb that they think it's a good idea to hide stuff. Like I don't understand companies when trying to trick us. Yeah, like. We're not idiots. Well, it works at some point, though. Like, when something is $190 versus $200, like, we're more likely to be, oh, it's $190. I guess. Yeah, we're kind of dumb. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. In trying times like this... You know, when you can't afford groceries, inflation just keeps going up. It's nice to know that our elected officials have our back and that the people we have chosen to represent us are doing the work to stick up for us. Even if it's as simple as something like Canada, oh, I don't know, being shut out of Taylor Swift concerts. It's nice to know that politicians are there to help. Taylor Swift announced a bunch of shows on her era tour, and there's no Canadian dates, which upset Edmonton MP Matt Jeneroux, who has filed an official grievance with Parliament Good Lord. to encourage T-Swizzle to come to Canada. <laughs> you know us Swifties here. We're here, Taylor. We're just waiting to drop hundreds of dollars on tickets to your show and even more on your merchandise. Please come and take our money. <laughs> so we've got an MP from Edmonton filing a grievance about no Taylor Swift concerts in Canada. And now Pierre Polyev has vowed that he will personally hold Justin Trudeau accountable. <laughs> Saying, yes, there is bad blood between them. But look what you made me do, JT. We are never, ever getting back together. You know, I'm glad we have our finest minds on this. I'm sure we'll get a Taylor Swift concert soon. <laughs> the Grant Report is brought to you by our Locker Room Canada Day t-shirts. Beautiful. Show your love of our country at your party. Text us now for the link to shop. You're in the Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I was faced with a dilemma this morning. June 22nd, and uh, I, I was looking at my phone, and I was like, oh, it, it's June 22nd. That's right. The bear starts tonight. And then I was, yeah. like, I was like, oh, damn it. Do I wait for my wife to get back to watch the show? Because, oh, your wife likes the bear? Yes. Because I, I told her, I said, I think you'd like this show. She was a big yeah. fan of Lip in Shameless. She was a big shameless fan. Yeah, she was fan. a big shameless fan. And um she really liked him. She he was one of her favorite characters from that show. And Lip is uh 
Carmi in The Bear. Yeah. He's sort of the head Jeremy guy. Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, he's sort of the head guy in, in The Bear, which is based in Chicago, and it's it's kind of loosely tied to a true story down there about a, a famous sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. And um, so she watched it after I watched it, because I watched it, I think, at Christmas time. This year. Yeah. A couple of people had mentioned it to me. So I binge. I literally watched it on a Saturday. I got up in the morning, made some coffee, bacon and eggs, and sat down and watched the whole first season. They're quick episodes, right? And um, I, I absolutely love the show. It's brilliant. It's on FX. And so I was like, do I wait for her because that's a show we could watch together? Or do I just, do I watch the show and then I don't tell her? <laughs> that rewatch it again. Rewatch it? <laughs> that's what, that was my plan, honestly. Um, and, uh, and then I went on to the Disney thing because FX is on Disney and it's not on Disney until the... Yeah, so 19th it's... 19th of July, I Ju- think? It's not on Disney until July, so... July 19th. Gonna, it debuts today, season two, but on Hulu. And you can only get Hulu in the States. Yeah. And then they say they're going to bring it elsewhere, um, Canada, Australia, wherever, uh, July 19th. So, Which is sucks because I was looking forward to watching that. Now you well, have was, to wait. Eh? Now I have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Although you're going to have to wait. You're, you'll be at weddings and yeah. There's you're not going to watch this thing till September. I'll find a way. It's a good show. Um, it is I a actually, good show. If you're looking for a show, watch season one. Yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm okay right now. I have a show. It's, it's become a thing, right? When you finish, mm-hmm. when you finish binging something, I see people. I saw a post yesterday where somebody was like, "We just finished this show. I just finished Succession. Yeah. What should we watch now?" People are always looking for advice on shows, and I said that I think a week or two ago on the show and somebody said you should watch Snowfall which yeah. by the way is on Disney it's six episodes it was written by the guy that wrote um, six seasons you mean six seasons um, it was written by the guy behind um, what's the 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 Los Angeles it was created by John Singleton welcome to Compton or what no what uh, John Singleton did um, Boys in the Hood Boys in the Hood sorry yeah um, and it's really good it's it's amazing. Yeah, I actually. started it, but I wasn't in the right mood. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great show. If you're looking for something, who is it that mentioned that to us? Like Viking, Viking Joe? Joe. Yeah, I yeah. gotta thank him if he's listening. I am. I'm thoroughly enjoying you're it. Hooked. I actually uh, got through the second season huh. last night. I'm currently uh, binging the Clone Wars because of Ahsoka. So getting some backstory on the Ahsoka Tano series, which is coming out in August. Uh, awesome. Cool. So if, you want some backstory on getting into the show, you should give that a whirl. I'm good. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Then go into Rebels because she's also in that. Are these not cartoons? Yes. Oh, they're full of cartoons. <laughs> yeah, they're they're cartoons. All right. Thank, thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Coming up, we have the uh, tickets for the Taste of Edmonton, the, the food and beverage tickets yeah. with Guess What Jimmy's Eating. So we do that after 8 o'clock. Got a note from Murray. And, yeah, just a little trivia on Bruderheimer. Bruderheimen? Bruderheim. Bruderheimer! Apparently, Deliverance was filmed there, he said. (laughs) There are some questions about whether or not they have internet. 
Okay, yeah. We've been on the phone all morning with Wade to find out <laughs> if we need to bring a satellite dish with us or not. <laughs> yeah, Murray says if you hear banjos, run. Or in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Vander Kane is... Kind of made Edmonton his home, eh? He has changed his reputation when he came here. I mean, you were saying he's going to ruin this team. Yeah, um, I was very it, against him. Coming oh, he to obviously town. had a terrible reputation with the gambling and, and the lawsuits yeah. and the fake COVID vaccination cards. And yeah, he has turned it around here big time. Yeah, I mean, he's become like a a good guy. Um, just, just had a kid. Yeah. Just announced that they have welcomed uh, little baby Hendrix Frank Kane. So there you to go. The world. Yeah. His third kid. Yeah. Um, Two sons you think and a daughter. You mentioned that maybe that'll be a. Because I don't see Hendrix a lot, and it's it's not Henrik, it's Hendrix. Yeah, so my nephew is Henrik, but this is Hen like Jimi Hendrix. So, do you think he's a Jimi Hendrix fan? He must be, hey. Yeah. Or he just likes the name, I guess. But I was saying maybe this would become a new popular name. Like a few years ago, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Lachlan became huge. Lachlan did actually become e- huge. Ever, <laughs> ever since we became a show. <laughs> I was going to say uh, the name Axel. Yeah, I, remember I remember seeing that. that name once. Like yeah. somebody named their kid Axel. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then like six more Axels appeared. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be surprised if that actually becomes a thing. I like I like the name Frank too. Frank is Frank bad. is a strong name. Frank is Franklin. you know what I I thought Frank may have a tie to the family and maybe like his old man was named Frank or something. Right. He's I didn't find it. But. Evander Kane is named after Evander Holyfield, right? Yeah, the boxer. He is. Yeah, his mom knew her knew him or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, Evander Holyfield. Okay, that's interesting. And I, it is Evander Kane's other kids are Iverson and Kensington. So he goes he Some goes hard in names. the paint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it would be cool if he was a Hendrix fan, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to get that question his whole life. So. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Guess what Jimmy's eating for Taste of Edmonton food and beverage tickets? We've been doing this all week. Um, Your job is to guess. Here's your hint. These were invented by a Winnipegger. 780-989-0957. Honey dill sauce. Okay, here we go. Was that invented by a Winnipegger? It's only available in Winnipeg. Doesn't have much of a sound. Just your beautiful chewing noises. Can I have the other one? Yeah. So there's two of them. Is it too hot? No. Okay. Because I hate it when well, it burns another, the top of your... that's another tip is the temperature is never correct on these things. You guys are loud eaters. Why didn't you get the one with meat in it? He's you didn't have them at 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And guess what Jimmy's eating? For Taste of Edmonton food and beverage tickets, seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. You want to buy Grant? No, I'm good. Thank you for playing. Oh, Thank you for playing. Guess what Jimmy's eating? Time now for what's jo- for jo- for what's Jimmy eating? What were you eating, Jimmy? 
a pizza pop. There you go. It was Quite a three a cheese people. pizza pop. A lot of people guessed that. Yeah. So, um, and uh, we'll send, uh, we'll pick a winner here and, and hook them up with the, we'll do this again tomorrow. One last chance. One last chance. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I don't know why I'm wired like this. Maybe you guys can explain this. But when I You're see nuts. when I see a video of a guy or a kid or a girl or anybody getting attacked by a wild animal, I'm always cheering for the wild animal. Mm-hmm. Like you sent me that video of that guy that was fighting that kangaroo. It was like yeah. seven minutes long and the kangaroo wouldn't leave him alone. And I'm like, I'm like, get him. Get him. You were cheering for the kangaroo? The kangaroo. See, the in whole that, time. <clears throat> normally I do cheer for the animal, but in that instance, I was cheering for the, the guy because the kangaroo was the aggressor. Uh, the kangaroo was going after a woman and her kid, and the guy jumped in the middle. Yeah. And then he was just trying to keep his, trying to keep the kangaroo away from him, essentially, right? And the kangaroo kept coming at him, coming at him, coming at him. So in that instance, I was cheering for the the man. I'm always cheering, but for normally the I'm cheering for the animal. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I saw one the other day where it was a a deer went after a, like a child. Yeah, like six, five, six year old child. Okay, and knocked it, knocked the kid down. You're cheering for the deer. Yeah. See, that's kind of sick. See, if you, <laughs> that, you, you, that just proves you're a horrible yeah, human being. That's like, wrong. If it's a kid, you got to feel for the kid and cheer for the kid. If it's a full, like an adult who's no, doing something dumb to provoke a buffalo, you cheer for the buffalo, right? Every time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but not a kid. No. Okay, so let me ask you, let me ask you a question. You're wrong about that. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Then I wanted the deer to attack the parents. Because they clearly sent the kid down there for the photo op. What? Kid. So let's just say, because uh, I saw a video of a kangaroo attacking a guy's dog. And he stepped in and fought the kangaroo to protect his dog. I remember that one. Would you Uh, cheer for the... That's That's why I'm asking you. It will show your humanity. What I appreciated about that one, though, is that he went toe-to-toe. Like, he stepped up to the kangaroo and went, all right, come on. Oh, yeah, they were full-out boxing. Yeah, and and he he gave that kangaroo a couple of good good jabs. The kangaroo was going after the dog. I was yeah. ca- that one was a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one because I was kind of on his side, right? But with the, but with the guy, I still protecting- want the kangaroo to get a couple of licks in, though. But with the guy guy protecting a a woman and her kid, you're cheering for the kangaroo to get them all. So, but it's okay for for the guy to defend his dog, but not a woman and her kid. Where does the, where's the woman and the kid coming? Are you making this? No, no they, they, that's, that's what he's... If you read the story, and right at the start of the video, there's a woman and a kid, and, and the guy steps in between them, and I guess this kangaroo had been following them around, this woman around, trying to trying to beat them up. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. 
No, I was cheering for the kangaroo. <laughs> horrible, horrible human being. Yeah. All right, I can, I, I can live with that. I, I I'll, need. I'll, you know what? I'll I'll sleep I, well tonight. Need help. I question our friendship. We're <laughs> in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. The locker room is up in St. Albert at Backyard Grills. Easy to find. We're next to the Taco Time and in the Telus store where you pick up your Pure Later packages in the back. Just and walk we have, right through. Yeah, we've taken up the entire back part of the store with barbecue stuff. This is Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. And Mel, you shop here all the time. And there are sponsors of this year's barbecue tips on the locker room, 95.7 Cruise FM. What's going on today, boys? How are we doing? Good. How are you, Mel? Fantastic. Dark side of the grill. We do our barbecue tips every couple of weeks. We'll do that all summer long. It's brought to you by Matt and the gang at Backyard Grills up in St. Albert. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Matt. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's a good guy. And that's he's got a, a great little setup there in the back. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite the honey hole. For anybody that's into grilling or cooking in any way, you just fall into that place. And you, you've seen it. You can you can literally find anything that you're looking for. So, Well, and the, the other thing, too, is he can he, not only can he set you up with a barbecue, right, but he can also get a sense of where you're at, like your, your level, right? If you're a beginner or if you're intermediate, if you want to step up your game, he's going to be able to help you pick something that's going to benefit that skill level. So um, drop by and see him. He's also he, got spices and sauces and everything. Yeah, as I right? say, he gave us a gift pack and... I have been putting, I don't know why they call it breakfast sauce, because I've been putting it on every meal. <laughs> he gave us a bottle of breakfast sauce. That stuff's amazing. Yeah, it's, it, it is fantastic. I know. Did you I get know. a gift basket, Mel? I did not, because I have everything in his store already. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Um, listen, do me a favor. If you get a chance at some point today, Jimmy's going to put this out on social media, but go check out our latest barbecue tip. It's it's live from the store, so we went up there and hung out with him for about a half an hour. So Mel gave us, or not Mel, but Matt gave us a tour with Mel's help of the uh, Backyard Grills store up in St. Albert. And it's easy to find. It's in the Telus store in the back there where you pick up parcels. Just walk right later. through. Just walk right through. And, and again, if you need anything or have any questions about barbecuing, Matt is the guy to um, to, to see. So the video is going up on YouTube, on Facebook, up on Instagram and all Twitter. that. Crap, Mel will probably share it too from Dark Side of the Girl. Um, listen, Mel, the next time we chat, you're going to be in Portland, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct, my friend. I will be in Portland doing an open fire cook. Uh, they call it the Ice Box Challenge. We're going to be cooking a whole 500 to 700 pound steer over an iron cross wow. on a live fire. Very, very cool. Great. That that is very cool. Okay, so we look forward to that. Hopefully, we can get some pictures from that too from you when when you're down there. Um, yep. Have you been to this event before? I have not, but well, uh, all my buddies this is their fourth or fifth year doing it, and wow. uh, yeah, it's it's time. So. Oh, very cool. And at some point too this summer, we had a conversation about um, spicy foods, and, and I want to get your not now, but it. Down the road, we need to, because I think that's valuable information for somebody. It definitely is. And I, honestly, I think we should put Jimmy through the ringer, and I think we should do like a, a hot hot wing challenge or something. We should do it. Jimmy, are you up for I don't have a barbecue. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> he's got a George Foreman grill. He's got a George Foreman grill, yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. But, yeah, because, well, you know what he's talking about, right? Yeah. Are you up for it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. I just he's not a spice guy. No. Mel. It, it might I, be better to it might be better to turn my a hole into like a, something you can pack coins in. Too. You know what? Let's let's do all of you guys. <laughs> Why not? All right, bring a George Foreman right to the station. We'll just do everything. Oh, I got one here. Yeah, we already have a George Foreman right next to We got a full kitchen in the control room. All right, Mel. Well, listen, you enjoy Portland, and thank you for your time today, my friend. Thank you very much, guys. Have a fantastic day, and remember, keep on grilling. That is Mel from Dark Side of the Grill, and our barbecue tip for today brought to you by Backyard Grills up in St. Albert. Thank you, Matt and the gang, for taking care of us.